Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, welcome, hello and hi. We were both saying we feel a bit weird. I know, we it's haven't. It's been a while. It has been a while and Port Saluka, I'm going to be really honest, straight up. I'm back from a walking holiday. I'm Zen AF and I went to a <laughs> wedding last night. So you might detect some slight pauses, some delays. That's because I'm staring out into the distance. Gathering of thoughts. Yeah, and some a, ho- crying, a hoarseness to my voice, mm, I a feel. A horse is coming. <laughs> yeah, right. It's in there. I brought a horse. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I really, I really want a Shetland pony. Everybody wants a Shetland pony. Everybody. <laughs> if anyone was given the option, would you like one? Everyone would go, yeah, yeah, I'd really I like one. I would take one. You know when you see them, I think it was on like a 90s TV show where there was somebody had one as a pet i was really interested not jordan sounds like no it wasn't a famous person it was like it was like a documentary and they were like oh and valerie's also got her shetland pony and the shetland pony was in the kitchen and i was like the 90s that was you know newsworthy then every instagram every influencer you know has got a shetland pony now (laughs) they've all got one it's not noteworthy at all Dread. Mm. I also uh, feel a little bit slow as well, mm. Portslough crew, because I, so I did celebrate yourself live. Yes. It happened. It was gorgeous. It was a triumph. There was Portslough crew there. June really got stuck in with oh, them. Oh, great. June could spot them. Absolutely. It's June's Portslough crew radar. She wow. knew. Wow. She, she knew. knew. She could see them a mile off. She was all over them. They were all over her. It was gorgeous. <laughs> and then we did that. And then I sort of kept going. I was sort of quite high and yeah, 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 a bit manic on it all. Yes. Then I went to Dunes. I've been to Dunes for like three or four days and I've just come down and down and down. I don't know when it's going to stop. I don't know when I'll really eventually On your holibobs. Well, this is it, Portslough crew. I am going on my holidays on Wednesday. I'll be there. I'll be, as you're listening to this, I will be en français. En français. She'll be deep throat in a baguette. Absolutely. Lush. With a whole wheel of brie in one hand. Absolutely. You'll love it. Oh my God, I will love it. I remember it. when I was in Aix-en-Provence, I was there for a little wedding one time and there was a really yeah and there was a gorgeous 
market selling oh. all lovely like olive oils and fresh yeah, fish and you know all I that want. kind of thing yeah, yeah yeah that's what i want that's just what i want yeah I want mooch and nibble and mooch and mooch nibble and nibble mooch and not a little tipple little here oh thank you so much just more, getting sir. yourself from gingham tablecloth to gingham that's tablecloth all I want. if it's not got gingham on it i'm not stopping exactly i'm moving on no it will be absolutely gorgeous you just got to get there you know what it's like in the couple of days before mm. a holiday like it just seems a long way away mm. even though it's actually less than four 48 hours it still feels like there's a lot to do mm -hmm. before then haven't packed a stitch don't because before i went on this walking holiday with Ken, i really had not got things like yeah. i hadn't packed well properly. of course the cut off trousers well i went oh i went to an awful walking shop that didn't have a door on the fitting room so i had to make dutch hide the door while i <laughs> i was like you stand here and hide my modesty as i was trying on walking if trousers going to the door dutch is very good for that he was like, he was like, no one's going to come up and be like, are you Jules von Heppen here? And I was like, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I love that that's your concern. Not somebody. <laughs> no, if you want to see, I mean, God, if you want to see me naked, it's all over my Instagram. But still, mm, yeah. there's, it's not very chic when you're trying to struggle your way into a walking trouser. No one needs to see that. <laughs> Nothing could be more unflattering than trying on a pair of walking trousers that are just that little too tight. And some of them were too yeah, tight. Well. One pair was too short and Dutch was like, you're not making a statement on the bells. <laughs> I was like, it's a cropped boot cut. It isn't. <laughs> They're awful. Imagine when you did unzip the top bit as well. Just a hot pant left lingering No, I top. didn't take unzip, unzip. I'm disappointed. I didn't take them because at this time of year you don't know about mosquitoes and ticks. Well, yes, because you were going to have to wear the full beekeeper. No, it, so luckily it was beekeeper free. Okay. And every morning was like full SPF, full insect repellent, all of that. Like you would have died. Like some of it was really like Jules Grills, which I thought would be an amazing cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> For you to do up a mountain. Yeah. Yes. Like Bear Grills meets Jules Grills. So I'd be grilling whilst grilling. I'm so interested in the foods, right, that happened on your walking trip because God, I wouldn't Port be. crew, if you've missed this, so it was seven nights, wasn't it? Yep, seven you nights. You and Ken yep. up and down, uphill and down dale. Like literally daily. Yeah, the adventures of. And so you would leave in the morning, presumably from your evening's residence with a breakfast inside Yes, you. exactly. So you'd have the breakfast there and then wherever you were arriving, served So then we'd dinner. walk yeah. approximately what about lunch? 20 miles. I thought you were going to say 20 minutes and no. then we'd have a snack. <laughs> no, well, Ken got into that. He was like, I only like eating in the morning and then we'll do straight through crew and have dinner at night. No. I tried that one day. I was like, this isn't going to work for me. <laughs> I need some sort of pull-in. Yeah. <laughs> There's no... Lunch would be the only thing keeping me going. Ken had packed, like... Can survive on Kendall milk cake. <laughs> Ken kept whipping out the free shortbread from the hotel yeah. rooms that I would have eaten when we got to the hotel yes. room. He was like, Amber out shortbread. I was like... So what was... What did you do for lunch? No, well, we got into the habit of asking them to make us a pack-up in the uh, hotel. Yeah, I had a really memorable cheese and pickle um, bap. <laughs> that the bread was just hours away from turning. Ooh, it was epic. Fantastic. It was really good. <laughs> Ken, I never knew, but his go-to sandwich is tuna mayo, and we will come on to that in a moment. What a revolting choice for a <laughs> I know. I warmed through as well. <laughs> I can't bear it. 
cheese and pickle warms through is all right. It's all right, yeah, yeah. The pickle really masks over <laughs> the temperature of that fromage. Yeah. But what is amazing though, when you're doing like the West Highland Way, is the type of people that you meet on these walking holidays. Yes. Because obviously, Dad and I are adopting and ticking the father-son box. There are other people who... The West Highland Way is a bit like a pilgrimage. Like, it's right. like a thing, which mm. I, I didn't know is that much of a thing, but there's lots of people with poles. Lots <laughs> of people with poles. Not Polish people. No. Actual poles yeah. pulling themselves yeah. along. Um, we met one man who was running it who declared walking was far too slow for him. Oh, as he ran past, walking's too slow! <laughs> he was like, I can't be doing with that. I'll have to... I've got to run it. I was like, oh my God, you're mental. His whole wife's two days behind him. Ken literally loves talking to everyone while you walk in. Yeah. And I realised that he had real sayings for things. He'd be like, oh, lovely day for it, isn't it? I was like, oh, so that's your opening line. Oh, isn't today hard? Wasn't yesterday easy? How are your boots doing? And he's got a pair of Solomon shoes that he keeps going, are they Solomons? Are you wearing (laughs) Solomons as well? I'm like, there's Solomon on the side of his shoes, Dad. You know. Everyone's wearing Solomons. It's a walking holiday. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then um, every day... I love it. You watching him repeat his repertoire. It was outrageous. It was outrageous. So each day was like a long walk. And some bits were really hard. And it was like such a great experience experience to have with your dad like yeah. it was awesome and at night Ken and I would enjoy a little tipple mm. have a little fine dining yeah. you know something great. something I had a great halibut really? and I'm not really I don't eat much fish anymore but I read this halibut it was off the scale I can't imagine there was much pokey on offer going round <laughs> no, I was so desperate for quinoa and avocado yeah. and I saw avocado on the menu one night and it came deep fried I was like <laughs> this is not what I had in mind <laughs> They're mocking you. <laughs> Our final walk was Ben Nevis. Now, and this, this is, is exciting. This has been on my bucket list for so long. Bear in mind, by the on the day that we walked Ben Nevis, I had walked 96 miles with Ken. I was hungover on the day of the start. As Sheila declared, nothing is truly waterproof as we <laughs> set off. And I really found that out on this walk. <laughs> Sheila debunking myths <laughs> since 1994. <laughs> the voice of reason when yeah. it comes to all hiking gear. She's right. So I don't know if you'd seen, but my boot had fallen apart. I lost a sole of a boot. I threw them in the bin at this really awful pub and dad gave me his spare walking trainers. So, <laughs> Which had to prize out yeah. of his hands. So I set off up by Nevis, a little bit bedraggled, like mm. legs aching, mm. like muscles aching, gear wet, but not wet. So start walking. I knew it was going to be hard, but I didn't know it was going to be that hard. Like, that is literally one of the hardest hikes I've ever done. You are walking uphill, Mm. solid, three and a half hours. Oh, my God. Dad loved a walking commentary. Well, I don't see them getting to the top, do you? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, she's in the 90s. I'm seeing them coming back down the other way and told you. We've turned back. It was cloudy and rainy the whole way up, apart from five minutes when it broke. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And, Get the tripod, Ken. And I had visions of when I got to the summit of Ben Nevis, of feeling connected to a higher being, of like my soul really like connecting with myself. Yeah. I just felt like I was going to do a bit of Tai Chi. Sure. Like I really could see the moment. I was planning my Instagram post yeah. for the top, all of that. I was like, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> 
and it wasn't rain, it was like fine mist rain, so we are in the cloud. And just as we started that final climb, it started raining in a way that I didn't know was possible. Now, it went uphill. So it was coming up onto the mountain through wind. So rain was coming down, but also up into my nostrils. Oh, that's very unfair. I was absolutely soaked. <laughs> it looked like I was wearing like a wetsuit. Everything had gone really like flat onto my body. Even my nether regions were all soaked. Sure. It was like... And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And then it got cold. And you know how I feel about being cold. I mean, there's being cold, like, you know, oh, I should have worn a scarf. And then there's being on the summit of Ben Nevis with wind and rain <laughs> with wind going, going both ways. Everywhere. And that's, I mean, that's a whole nother cold. And, right and, there. and then at Dad was like, I don't think I've seen that bird before. Starts to get his binoculars out. I was like, we've got no time for twitching. We need to get to the top. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry and I've got a cheese and pickle in there that needs eating. <laughs> so, <laughs> the only thing keeping you going. <laughs> it was, it was. I can believe it. So then oh, we God. get to the top and there's like this, it's, I think it's called a cairn where it's at the top of the mountain. It a cairn? Cairn, C-A-I-R-N. Yeah. And it marks the top. Don't write it if I'm wrong. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested. Dad... Before I had got myself into position to have the Instagram shot at the top, was handing me his Olympus camera and he was like, I need a photo. Went to the top. I you're fine, Ken. <laughs> I need a photo. I was like, what the hell? And he was like, make sure you wipe that lens. It's raining. He's having like, he's like, do one at this angle, at this angle. My hands are shaking like this. I was like, I can't take this picture quick enough. It's portrait mode, landscape mode, all of that. I was like, oh my God. Then he came back down. Oh God. Water is just dripping all down my face. And I was like, right, dad, it's my turn. I got up there. When you're on the highest point, it's like, like every bit of me was blowing. I was holding on to this thing like, ah. So then dad's like, just assume position, Julian, go for it. There's other walkers who are like, we want the photo too. I was like, ah, threw my hands in the air. Then we get down. So when you're at the highest moment, the highest point in the UK, it's not like anyone's built a cafe up there. There's nothing. There's like stones that people have kind of built this brick wall to hide behind in the wind. There's nowhere to hide when the rain's coming from 360 (laughs) degrees. Do you know what that needs? A pub. Yeah. So Dad was like, well, just go over here. They could call it (laughs) The Ben. There is actually a pub at the bottom called Ben Nevis, which is terrific. Okay, good. Um, So then... Mind you, anything's going to be terrific after that. (laughs) It was amazing i fell at that place like a shrine i was like oh my god (laughs) so that and dad dad starts striking up his hiking conversation to other walkers there being like not your average day for ben is it and i was like oh my god what are you doing and dad i was like i need to eat the sandwich then we'll start the descent so i open my bag get the sandwich out and i'm like like eating like a gunnet like not even chewing just shoving down yeah ken in this rain he's got his back on the floor and he's like now, where did I put that tuna sandwich? And he's like rooting uh. through. <laughs> he then pulls out a flask and decides to have a couple of hot coffees that he'd made. <laughs> I was like, I'm cold. We're at the summit of Ben I want to go back now. This is no time for a picnic, Ken. I was like, you can hold on to that flask. And then he starts chatting and he was like, oh whereabouts in Norway are you two from? And these two men and mid cheese and big are like, shut up, you crazy man. 
And I had to grab Ken by the arm and look him in the eye. And I was like, less chat, more chew. We have to move. Yeah. This could be it. I was like, this is not how I'm going. My whole facade of being closer to a higher God was completely cast aside. And I had to go in utter survival mode. So then, then we start the descent. And that is hard, hard. Like on your knees, on everything. My body ached. Everything was just killing me. And then we got finally, it takes three hours to get to the bottom. Oh my God. And we got to the Van Nevis. Surely airlifted is the only way. (laughs) And I was like, the only thing that's... I had to have a bowl of soup. A bowl of soup, loads of bread and a whiskey. I would have had to have a bowl of wine. We then got on to that. Yeah, sure. Did you stay the night at the Van Nevis? No, no. We had booked into a lovely place with a big deep bath. Oh, good, good, (laughs) Which I enjoyed. I have got a Ken story for later in the podcast. But for now, that's just the key highlights from this walking holiday. darling. Congratulations. And it's been it's been a week. You have wanted to do Ben for a long time. Well, you know what ben we call him now? Can never. <laughs> <laughs> and did you know that in Scotland, do you understand uh, a word for saying do you understand is do you can? Do you can? So I was like, do you can can? <laughs> <laughs> On can never. Because we can can can. <laughs> Oh, oh God, God, we laugh. Oh, we really laugh. I've had the best time. Oh my gosh. I feel like, you know when they do the big charity walks, like, you know, you'll see Davina or, you know, whoever oh, doing that big If Comet really walk. want me for Kilimanjaro, yeah. I'm ready. Ken <laughs> said he was surprised at how tough I am. <gasps> that Now that is a compliment coming I from Ken. You didn't say that when I failed at the egg and spoon race, <laughs> yeah. did you, in grade five? <laughs> <laughs> you know how they, like, when they're doing that sort of challenge, though, they'll get their friends to, like, appear to really, like, cheer them on for a couple mm. of hours i'd get airlifted in for you get airlifted i'd in, happily just facetime you i wouldn't expect you to come no oh, no no i want to be on screen <laughs> i want the accolade i was there of course pulled in through that tricky bend it's just a bit of sleep darling <laughs> yes. come on here ken have your tuna yeah, oh god a tuna sandwich a wet tuna be, sandwich a wet tuna sandwich would be the last Eaten at glacial pace. (laughs) At a leisurely (laughs) glacial pace. Enjoying the view. And a hot coffee. (laughs) Oh, it's so lovely. Will we do a bit of correspondence? Let's and... um, Sorry, I just snatched that there. It's fine, you're very keen. (laughs) Leapt upon that letter. Um, This is in a lovely brown envelope. First class. Got class. Oh, it's a lovely card. Oh, that is a lovely card. <laughs> with a note card inside. Because it is a long note. Oh, fun. Oh, how very, very fun. This is an amazing card. This is from, uh, well, the stationery is from the completest. Gorgeous. And it says, you are the best. It's actually beautiful stationery. Oh, it's really nice. Quite 80s, but with a modern twist. It is a bit. Shall I start off? You and start you continue off. with the note yes. card. Okay. Sorry. So this has come in from lovely Hannah. Dear Jules and Sarah, babes, I've been listening to your podcast since the very beginning, day one. Wow. And I can't believe it's taken me this long to write in, but 
Recently, I realised that what's been stopping me is that I thought I wasn't worthy of writing in or disturbing you with my chatter. What? And then I thought that this is the exact reason I should write in, particularly because listening to the podcast and following you two has been such a huge part of me, recognising that I do struggle with my mental health as much as I find it hard to admit this. So I really want to say thank you. Thank you. You will never know how much you have helped me and given me a smidge of confidence to talk. For the first time, I have recently opened up and admitted to a close friend that my mental health is not as strong as people perceive it to be. I have always prided myself on being independent and not relying on others, but this realisation and recent big dip in my mental health has made me realise that bottling it up is the worst thing to do, even though the absolute hardest thing for me to do is to talk. Somehow writing this is easier than saying it out loud as I know it will be heard in a safe space. Mm. I am slowly realising that things aren't going to change overnight for me, but this is a huge step and I... Kind of wanted to share this with you, so I hope that's okay. Please keep doing what you're doing and know that the light you are bringing is so welcome. Jules, you're dancing and Sarah, your morning (laughs) will forever be my favourite. All the love, Hannah. P.S. I hope these cards are right, are the right balance of chic for jewels and colour for Sarah. I say they were. They are. Perfect. P.P.S. Um, I know how you appreciate a neat handwritten card, but my hands were shaking writing this, so apologies in <gasps> advance. Your writing's gorgeous. Oh, Hannah, I was going to say, this is immaculate. Yes. Yeah, we so... haven't stumbled once, and no. you know, normally we can't focus, Hannah. <laughs> what an That's... absolutely gorgeous thing. And also, really cool of you to start talking about your mental health. Yeah, just That's... the best. Or, like, well done, babes. This is absolutely, Hannah, just be be really, really proud. Be really proud of yourself for just doing this and talking about it and seeing that there's a problem and that you wanted to get it changed just absolutely amazing all love to you hannah so much love really 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 into this station i'm really into the station i'm really really into it i might put it on the altar the completest the completest you are the best and the other little note card says hello 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 now Tell me, tell me this Ken story. Oh my God, you're going to absolutely die. It came to my attention that Ken is quite a flirt when we're on holiday. Right. And Oh, give it over. He's a flirt He is anyway. a flirt. He is a flirt full stop. He's um, always been a flirt. And mum... Do you remember like, when he went out for lunch by accident with that lady? Do you remember when he accidentally went out for lunch? Because he's... <laughs> he didn't dare say no and then the next thing he knew he was on a date and had yeah, to confess to mum. Yes. And that's because he was misunderstood. <gasps> so, when we are walking, and mum was like, oh, is he flirting with everyone? Like, Betty's not getting anywhere. Like, really, she loves it. She finds it funny. Yeah. Ken and I were on a ve- It was our longest day of hiking, and in the middle of the hike was a little pub. And we were like, right, we'll Perfect. pit stop here. Yeah. We'll just get a coffee. We'll eat our sandwiches, and then we'll carry on the walk. So, obviously, while you're doing the West Highland Way, you start to see the familiar faces along the walk. Now, Did I, you lap people? I'd like There that. was lots, there was, Ken and I are quite quick walkers. Yeah. And there was lots of people of a similar age to Ken who mm. were a lot slower. Mm. Now, Ken <laughs> is 62. Yeah. A lot of other walkers are around that age. Sure. No one, no one is looking twice at Jules. No. Everyone has got the eyes for Ken. <laughs> yeah. And oh my God, did Ken rise to the occasion. So we get into this pub. And we're ordering at the bar and we're like, oh, we'll just go sit outside because it's like, it was, it was warm and we're like, we'll just, whatever. Yeah. 
as we're leaving this one, this woman grabbed, there was four women all in their like 60s and this one woman grabs Ken's arm oh and says, I can't fin- finish my pizza. Would you like it? And that was <laughs> some sort of euphemism, some sort of code. So I was like, oh my God. So dad was like, what flavour is it? <laughs> And she was like, it's spinach and ricotta. And he oh, was like, <laughs> he was like, actually, I've got my sandwich. We'll just go sit outside. But thank you anyway. You're having a nice walk. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in their eyelashes. And I was like, what is going on? So anyway, dad and I sat outside. What a funny thing to do. <laughs> to offer somebody the last third of your spinach and ricotta pizza. Who can't finish a pizza? Who? She's not trying. No. So then, when we sat outside... But she was relieved when he said no. (laughs) (laughs) Close call. Finish it. (laughs) So then, when we sat outside, Dad sat next to a drinking tap. Now, the drinking taps are outside and you just, like, fill your water bottle. One woman comes out, looks at Dad. She's got two drinking bottles in her hand. Tips them over and (laughs) shakes it all out. She, She needs to refill both of them. Yeah. And she stares at Dad and shoves one of them right up in her crotch. Oh, my God. And then slowly walks towards Ken whilst on screen. And she went, sorry, I just need to... Bear in mind everyone's in their 60s. I was like... Oh my God! This is all. This is the flirting that you get on the West Island way. Do you want to finish my pizza? And excuse me, I've got to fill my water bottle up. So then, so then, she's oh filling a gosh. water bottle up, and then another one of these women arrive, and the, the conversation starts. You know, so where are you from? Where are you, are you from? The UK? And Dad's like, Well, I'm from Leeds in Yorkshire. My son lives in London. And he was like, but we do walk all over the UK. And this other woman's like, oh, you know, we've tried all over, but we're loving the Highlands. You know, and she's flicking her hair. She was in a very random tie-dye t-shirt, which I was, <laughs> I was like, that was a bad choice, madam, but whatever. <laughs> so then the, and the others come out and they're, they're lined up and it almost looks like girls allowed, fast forward. <laughs> Minus Nadine. Sure. <laughs> They've all got their Never poles. Never much of a walker, Nadine. <laughs> They've all got their poles. Oh, my God. The last one walked out. The last one walked out. <laughs> She'd obviously been to the bathroom. And it just totally tucked in. Her zip-off trousers right up into her knickers. And it was all coming out. It was all a knot round the back and she hadn't seen. So Dad was instantly distracted by that. He was like, what the hell's going What's on there? The story here? <laughs> Something going on with Cheryl <laughs> they start walking and they were like so you know what kind of terrain do you walk in and dad was like it's all so da- loaded and dad was like well I can walk in all kinds of terrain and then he assumed this amazing position of like this slant that became very Sean Connery and he was like but I mostly like walking in snow <laughs> and they were all like oh. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile I've got this cheese sandwich and I'm like what is happening what is happening and then then they say their goodbyes and they leave and i look at that and he's like oh i really need a neurofen (laughs) takes his neurofen and he's so like sweated up from this circumstance he drinks out of his milk jug (laughs) i thought it was water and just totally drinks milk i was like i was like can we just take a mobile and dad was like 
God. I know if it's ever getting too far, and my, my uh, system for that to end the flirtation is to just talk about me bird watching. Always turns them off. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the Canada goose migration will do that, Ken. <laughs> Whatever the age. We really must be getting on. <laughs> Anyways, at the time, Gloria, get your balls. <laughs> finish my pizza we're going <laughs> <laughs> oh god that is glorious I that is died glorious. and i ripped him the yeah. whole walk around we were crying with laughter oh crying gosh. it was so funny oh I, god. I walk in snow <laughs> <laughs> and also i think in the over 60 there's lots of like they were looking at ken like He's clearly got both his knees. Yeah. He's got he's pole free. <laughs> like he's not grey. He hasn't got a beer belly. Like there's all there must be all these tape. Catch. He's a babe. Yeah, yeah. No one can wear a pair of zip-off trouser shorts and Rohan trainers God, like were, Ken can. They were desperate to zip them off for him. <laughs> Especially the one who tucked the trousers into a knickers. God. <laughs> Oh, how embarrassing. When later but, on she would have realised. But then, you obviously, you don't not see them again. You see them at the next hotel. Yeah, And course, the next hotel. Yeah. And the next hotel. Oh, there's no getting away. Dad, it was, Dad was like watching, it was like watching John Travolta <laughs> coming into the breakfast buffet. Like, <gasps> oh my God, he's here. There he is again. I'll take a hash brown, please. <laughs> <laughs> he's so continental. <laughs> I'm just like an English breakfast bro. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> Did anyone see bro. him making his own flask? <laughs> I love a man that's organised. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, how is June? Well, June, I mean, June has been sensational. June has been in her element because, so obviously I went up, but more importantly, Lorna and our dearly beloved, my brand new nephew, her grandson, gorgeous Felix, was also there as Great. well. And one sight that will... <laughs> so Felix hasn't really had much experience in prams. Lorna tends to just put him in the sling. Well, he's, very going, but he's very new. He's very new. How old June, is Felix now? Eight weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not so much experience. He, he hasn't really got to grips with the pram, though. He hasn't really taken to it. So June decided... That was her mission for the week. June, by hook or by crook, was going to get Felix. She actually said, all babies have to go in prams and that's the law, right? <laughs> so it was clear. And a sight that will never leave me is June, <laughs> dressed with wellies and a full wax barber with the hood up to protect a blow I know dry. exactly the look. Chunting off. <laughs> Down, down the drive, one hand pushing a pram. You can just see Felix's hands like like this. Also simultaneously holding a dummy in place and with the other hand throwing a ball with what you know the throwers, the long throwers, throwing a ball for Ruby. Ruby. Just and off she went. She's well rehearsed. She was on it. Also, she I would like to point out, way. your drive is gravel. Yes, oh yeah. Oh, it was tricky <laughs> terrain. Off-road for Felix. Absolutely, but she went. <laughs> she went, well, 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 So that was hilarious. She made the Victoria sponge of her life. 
the rind Good on it. God. Oh my God. I mean, you could bet you couldn't have got it through a letterbox. It was enormous. <laughs> Too right? much baking powder there, June. New cake tins. New... Oh no, she excelled herself. The jam to, I mean, Felix even was impressed. I could but... just, I'm, I might bake this weekend. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, honestly. Um, she did go and get her hair done, obviously. And she was very cross because she decided to slip next door to Jojo Maman Bebe. Yeah, right? sure. To have a look. And just as she took the brolly down, a big splodge of water landed right on her fringe off the awning. She said she was livid. <laughs> you would be. Yeah. I would pop back in and be like, Oh, I would have done. Can you, Can just, you just lift blow, it back up blow again? Blow me off at the front. Pardon? <laughs> you want to be careful when you say that. This is a family show. <laughs> So the other thing is that to keep Ruby and also Dave the cat from going and seeing Felix. Oh, because, yeah. you know, mm. cats round babies, you know, they're warm, they smell of Dave's milk. Dave's even bothered. Well, it turns out Dave's not bothered, but <laughs> just to put him off, Mum, they've got um, like a, what do you call it, a baby gate, which they put at the bottom of the stairs, right, which was for Ruby when she was a puppy. But of course, the slats are so wide, Dave just walks straight Stay through, through the gate. Anyway, we were up, all upstairs in Lorna's room and we were actually putting funny hats on Felix <laughs> for our own amusement. Anyway, Dave, bold as brass, just comes prowling in, right? Looks at Mum. <laughs> Mum just turns to him. She turns to him because, look at Dave, <gasps> look at this cat. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> How As if you would have seen the gate and gone, hmm, not for me. Fat chance, June. So. Nice com- try. <laughs> I'm coming up. Oh, how dare you to the cat. But imagine oh, Dave God. walking into a room with you all putting funny hats on Felix. Oh, He'd be like, gosh. well, what the hell's going on in here? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But while we were there, June's BFF and podcast star, Kerry. Oh, my favourite person. Kerry came round to meet Felix, right, and was just hilarious from start to finish. But the best story, (laughs) she told us this story that they've got a situation, right, at their house because their next door neighbours, a few months ago, like it's been quite a while, had all their windows redone. Well, the frosted glass for the bathroom (laughs) <laughs> Something's gone awry and it's been put in the wrong way round, oh, right? No. Which means quite it means that they can't see out, but everyone can see in. <laughs> now the angle of Kerry's window is such that she says they've seen they've seen everything. They've seen everything. And <laughs> she says the sight of her neighbour who's very well in, who's very bosomy, right, shall we say. And she says, all you can see is her in the shower. You can see her going round, you can see her doing her bits, hair, doing right, you know, getting lower, going up and under, all this kind of stuff. And then she says there's a moment where she walks towards the window, which is obviously at the end of the bath. And she said, Kerry knows, she's just looking for a bath at. And all you can see is these two That's a daily thing. Oh, it's all the Twice time. a day. Absolutely. It's oh, all day, every day. God. Him coming in. She says he doesn't wash his hands. <laughs> she said, sure, don't. 
<laughs> Don't ever shake his hand. <laughs> Wipe the door handles after he's gone. But the worst thing is as well, because it's oh, been a few no. months now, it's been six oh, months, no. so they can't the say point anything. Of no return. <laughs> they can't say. By the way, you know we can see it all. Oh, oh no. So funny. No, the best Absolutely thing to do would be to so invite funny. her round it his showering time yeah do you know what I mean or yeah. <laughs> better him come round at her showering <laughs> yes and go do you oh, think no. yeah oh my god isn't that hilarious though oh my god honestly that was so funny oh you oh, die so they put funny. it on the wrong way <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god will we do a bit of news from the north oh god I've not laughed like that for ages this is Paige the co-host of Giggly Squad and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive and June Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box and if you break it down it really comes out to two dollars a manicure which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My News from the North comes from the Daily Record, which actually is a Scottish paper um, from Fort William, which is the last town that I was in oh, in Scotland. Oh, well, that's a nice touch. And considering I've been from Scotland down to London, back to Manchester, back down in the past two days. Ridiculous. Anyone, there is no one who loves a train more than me at the moment. <laughs> You've been forced to. God. Dinner on luxury Caledonian sleeper train, just snacks and juice on trolley, according to Perthshire couple. Oh dear. Mm, I thought you'd be interested in this. I'm very interested. The subtitle is, couple left furious after journey turned into a shambles. (laughs) (laughs) And you can't even get up and leave. No, a Perthshire businessman was left furious when his luxury Caledonian sleeper journey turned into a shambles. The world-renowned Fort William to London service had no dining car, while staff left crisps and snacks on a trolley for hungry customers who'd expected dinner on the 12-hour trip south. <gasps> oh, it's it's unforgivable. Kevin and Jane Ramage were leaving <laughs> Scotland on Tuesday night for a hard-earned holiday from their bookshop in Aberfeldy. 
Lovely. Cool. Um, <laughs> the trip was about to be, was to begin with a comfortable night on the Caledonian sleeper, snoozing the miles away on its new 150 million pound fleet. Well, I'm excited. Kevin paid an extra 100 pound to get a double bed on suite. Good for you, Kevin. <laughs> Money well spent. Is it? <laughs> but he said we got on at Fort William, but no one told us that the double bed berths were not part of the service that night. They had the normal bunk beds. I'm finding it difficult to get into a Glaswegian Scottish accent. Hang on. I think me... you're doing very well. No, I had this down to a T. There we go. Um, it was very disappointing. We'd been looking forward to the trying out this wonderful new club cabin surface, expecting to get an ensuite double bed. I'd been allowed to pay £100 extra, a lot of money, only to find out they hadn't got the new rolling stock they'd advertised when we boarded the train. That's really naughty. Well, you know, cheese and pickle sandwiches will get you through. Yeah. Caledonia... But it just felt like there was even that. <laughs> It's an amazing picture here that I didn't realise was on this article of a hand grabbing a tonic tea cake. <laughs> there is a, a oh, picture of the Oh, selection, group. isn't it? They've got fizzy drinks, fruit shoots, loads of bottles of water. That, that You can't live on that. No, not even a Chardonnay. But the trip was even more of a shambles than that. There weren't even enough staff to run the dining car. The, di the dinner was some tunnocks, tea cakes, a chocolate bar left on the trolley for 30 or so passengers to grab and cans of soft drink and some crisps left on the carpet. It was unbelievable. <laughs> It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Crisps on the carpet. I was a bit much when you were expecting, you know, a full course dinner, like an Orient Express, when you were thinking you were getting sausage and mash. <laughs> I don't think the Caledonian sleeper can oh, be I've compared to the, to the Orient Express. No, in my mind, they're, they're no. one and the same. <laughs> I think this is very much a posh pendolino. Oh. And you know what kind of food they serve on there. <laughs> Oh, there were lots of foreign visitors. I felt embarrassed that this was this was how they've encountered Scottish train travel. With not enough staff to look after the sleeping compartments, the train staff did their best. I don't know why I'm going a bit like this. <laughs> did their best and put a spread of snacks on the floor. Snacks, I'm going Dutch. <laughs> Saying, help yourselves. And this is what we've got. Help yourselves. Help yourselves. And um, is what we have left from the run-up from London. <gasps> You'd have thought they'd have nipped out and found a 24-hour Tesco. A spa. Yes, yeah. Oh, it's unforgivable. This is a shambles, one of my friends said from Scotland. They also run prisons and a host of outsourced, <laughs> privatised services. <laughs> oh, dear. Caledonian sleeper. What an odd thing to say. Caledonian sleeper's new £150 million fleet has been plagued with problems in the six weeks since it entered service. Earlier this week, that overnight lowlander service from London to Scotland was forced to a halt in the West Midlands due to a technical issue in the early hours of Wednesday. The fleet was launched with much fanfare in April. <laughs> I didn't travel by Caledonian Sleeper. I actually, well, thank God it sounds. I actually, I, <laughs> I will confess, I had to upgrade myself from Glasgow down to London. I understand. I'd already been on a train for four hours yeah. with all sorts of people on this train. Like when you're leaving Fort William, there's like every hiker you can imagine. Like, oh, with all the boots, all the with gear. With the boots, all the bikes, mountain bikers, yeah. lots of people getting very stressed on travel like that. I'd had enough, yeah. Sarah. I'd yeah. had enough. No one could blame you, darling. I needed that open bar of first class to get Absolutely. me back to London. You needed to get on and not look back. <laughs> I got home and Dutch was like, somebody's enjoyed first class. And I was like, hello. <laughs> 
just imagine you staggering through the door wearing a steward's hat with a fucking glass of fizz, a party popper down one shoulder. And a broken shoe. Yeah. <laughs> now, my news from the north has come from the Nutsford Guardian. Oh. And it is written by our favourite Vic Barlow. Shut up. Vic Barlow, right, now... That's the name of the journalist. That's the name of... No, it's the same. It's the one and the same. It's the Vic Barlow. Oh. Now, if you miss this Portsmouth crew, this was going back years, Vic Barlow trained June's first dog, Molly, R.I.P., right? And when he said to June, what um, what do you do to exercise her, to tire her out? Mum said, oh, well, I walk her. And he went, this dog could walk to Sheffield and back. You've got to tire them out mentally, right? So that's Vic Barlow. God. And Vic Barlow has written this piece, which is called My Journey into the Cheshire Vortex. Oh, my God. How did you find this gift? It is a first-person account by Vic I had a very kind invitation to play golf in Antrobus last week. I was really looking forward to it. Having never actually been there, it promised to be an interesting day. Gosh. So it was with great expectation, I tapped the postcode into my sat-nav, turned up the music on my car stereo, Ooh. and let the world go gently by. He is up for it. You go for it, Vic. Definitely wearing driving gloves. All was well from Macclesfield to Nutsford, but somewhere around the Cheshire showground, my sat-nav went into spasm. Oh, God. No problem. I'm a seasoned traveller and can find my way to most places by following the signs. Except there wasn't any. Uh-oh. I swear, I never saw a single sign to Antrobus anywhere. What by is now, this news about? What is it about? <laughs> By now, my sat-nav had gone into meltdown and had me in some kind of vortex. <laughs> According to the little arrow that indicated my position, I was in the Cheshire version of the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> I, began, I began to mentally write notes to my loved ones in the hope they'd be found after my disappearance. <laughs> Is he all right? <laughs> I contemplated ripping up my shirt and oh, setting God. it to telling me to take the road to Northwich. <laughs> to be honest, I was desperate enough to take a road to anywhere. A few miles later, I spotted a farmer in a field and stopped to ask him the way to Antrobus Golf Club. His spooky instructions involved turning right at a field of black and white cows and going left at the big tree. God knows how I made it, and the welcome I received from the golf club staff was amazing. You don't suppose I was the first <laughs> visitor you'd ever seen, do you? And that's it! Imagine Vic walking in. Imagine working at the reception of the golf club and Vic walking in going, oh my God, with this dismembered shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I've been to the Bermuda Triangle of Cheshire. <laughs> oh, Vic, you must sit down, have a scotch. I mean, what? It's a puff piece that he's written about his sat-nav going wrong I and feel no like, signage I to feel Antrobus. Like Vic's been given a login yeah. to this newspaper and I think that he's login needs to be revoked. <laughs> I think a strong word from the editor wouldn't go amiss. I think there's been some artistic license. <laughs> Jules, do you want to play the, the game. game? Yes. Now, Jules, this week I went to see a mutual 
friend. And I feel I can call him a friend now. Uh, your friend of mine, Michael Rowan. Yes. I went and had my hair cut by lovely Michael Rowan on your recommendation. He was heaven. We had a lovely time. I knew you'd get on. Prosecco, fantastic. And so in the light of this great news, you have 20 seconds to name as many things as you might find at the hairdresser's. Go. Thinning scissors, scissors, razor, razor clips to go on, uh, belt that they put their clips in, chair, sink, uh, the little rubbery thing that goes on the back of your neck, Prosecco, um, <laughs> shampoo, conditioner, styling milk, um, oh, dry shampoo, texturizing spray, hairspray, um, oh, nail, like um, yeah, yeah. nail file. And that's Cigarettes. <laughs> one of your best well it's my industry oh, it's my world isn't I'd, it? I'd, I'd give you a gift after being on holiday <laughs> you could come back to something straightforward hair dryer oh, i just yeah. like to i wondered add what in. you would do sometimes sarah tries to help me with clues yeah, yeah. i thought Shut up, <laughs> i was like is she i was like you can't call tousling a hair something you might find in a hair but you were doing a hair dryer i was doing a hair dryer towel as well you could have oh, had as well of course yeah, I've always thought Don't you love Michael's Dyson blow dryer? Absolutely. The fact that we could chat about his gay cruise over the sound of it, I was thrilled. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, Portslough crew, we adore you. Adore you for listening to what has been a bit of a bumper episode, actually. (laughs) Hello, if you're still here. We absolutely adore you for listening. You can write to us, of course. Please do, like gorgeous Hannah did. The address is... The Ports New Crew HQ. PO Box. Six. Six. Seven. Four. Seven. London. And W. Five. Nine. G. H. Uh, we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? It's a word. Oh, go on. Non sequitur. Oh, it's a great word. But what does it mean? A statement that does not logically follow what has been said before. For example... Her comment about dogs was a real non sequitur when we'd been talking about going to the beach. Yes. So it's like, well, where the hell did that come yes. from? That was a non sequitur. Oh, that's my life. That's, that's literally how I communicate. <laughs> I reckon I'll use that in our friendship yes, daily. Absolutely. <laughs> we adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.